praise the Lord for all things this morning. Good morning on this August 5th, 2017. Pondering in the Word, uh, listen to the Lord, waking up. The weeks are filled with very busy, five days are filled with extremely busy work. I get so tired I fall asleep, even eating dinner almost. So I use the weekends, unfortunately, to sleep. Uh, that's probably not necessarily good. Pray for me on that one and pray for all of us on that one. You know, thinking of one Lord listening for listening for him to his voice. Allow him to cleanse me, improve me for the world's junk that becomes easily attached to us. And I got thinking here. You know, wondering. I'm gonna go to this verse, but it's a lot of verses about it. It's over in John chapter 12, truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone, but if it dies, it bears much fruit. He who loves his life, loses it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it to life eternal. If anyone serves me, he must follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Kind of look at verse number 26. When my serves me, he will follow me. You know, it's funny. We follow the Lord. You know, when we truly come to believe in the Lord, we hear his gospel clearly. That's getting, by the way, the side note, that's getting hard, more and more hard to do because so many places that call themselves churches of God, churches of Jesus Christ, pay no attention to a name. When you enter, look for the look for his fruit, the Lord's fruit, um, because they've watered down the gospel. Okay, side note on that one. I stop this side note. Um, when you want there, somebody when we finally hear the gospel, and the power of the Holy Spirit has uh, softened our heart to receive our spirit to believe in Him and to receive Him, uh, and to enter into relationship. And, into salvation with God through the Lord Jesus Christ and we'll follow him into baptism you know the true baptism the submersion uh, coming and filling the Holy Spirit but God also tells us through Jesus several times in his words that uh, we have to pick up our cross that means to die to ourselves Amazingly, very few people, they say they've done it, but their lifestyle that we live afterwards, I put we in there, because I've been convicted by this also, is not living that out. We're not truly giving up our life. We, many of us return to false prophets, or we like water down, that's what water down, where it tells us, oh, God came to bless our plants. <laughs> We need to stop saying that, or we're liable to be on the outside. Um, but uh, think about it: Jesus came to fulfill His plan. He is God, God's plan, the Father's plan. He didn't come to fulfill our plans. He didn't come to give uh, to give us our dreams, our hopes. Our hopes, our dreams should be of Him. We, if we're if we said that, we need to first and foremost repent before God and 
Jesus says over in First John that when we sin, he didn't say if we sin, when we sin, we have a um, an advocate with the Father, and that's Jesus Christ. You or I, brothers and sisters, will never be the advocate with the Father. We'll lead, we'll take another by the hand or in the spirit that for in different parts of the country and different parts of the world, yes, we got put us. We'll agree with them a prayer. Said, okay, let's go to the throne room of God together. Um, but again, are we truly following the Lord? And we come to our cross and pick it up. Jesus was given the cross. He picked it up. He was still being beaten. He had already been beaten. He had pretty much, well, even though the Passion of the Christ movie didn't even come close. <coughs> okay, maybe he came a little close. Sorry. Didn't even come close to sh showing what the true scriptures is. Jesus pretty much had no flesh. Or very little flesh on his bones. It had been ripped off by the cannon around Nantes, by the weapons, and by the um, the reeds, um, just beforehand. And then the thorn of the thorn of flesh, the thorn that was put into his head, his scalp, actually, <laughs> it was put in deep into just his head. Uh, now he's not telling us to go through all that. He did that because he's the Lamb of God. Praise so I'll praise God for him for his salvation. We can end the president. But we are still to come. And he's not saying go up and someone nail out across. But he's not telling us to do that. Because that that's pretty much useless before God. But he is telling us to come to his cross, come to our cross, to die to ourselves. We gotta start going after our goals, working for ourselves, working even if we just say, "Oh, we're working for our families." No, no, no. We're still working for self. We serve the Lord; He'll make provision. He'll allow. It could be a. We don't know how we do it. Maybe a blessing from another brother and sister, and maybe uh, an actual church position. We don't know. There's nothing in Scripture that says it's only going to come to that. It's not working with our hands, it's working with his hands. It's when we are being his hands and feet, when we are being his vessel, when we die to ourselves, we're acting ourselves out of ourselves completely. Now, I certainly can't give a lot of examples because I don't believe I've actually been doing that myself. So I need the same repentance as you So again, so ask yourself this question. Are you truly following Jesus? I don't mean just in baptism. I don't mean just to church. Because that's not following Jesus. I don't mean just more kids in the shit. I mean, are we truly following him to the cross? The cross where he was crucified, died, buried, rose again, and then ascended four days later back to heaven, to his robe. We're not going to go to our thrones. We'll go to the foot of his throne. We're going to his throne. And we become his completely. Everything. We own nothing. We earn nothing. We are a vessel. But we have great value to him when we die to ourselves. We are turning this, our vessel, our temple. That's where the church is. We're 
I vanish over to him. And I know right day, ooh, that day is coming close, I believe that brothers and sisters. We don't have a lot of time left, honestly. We will be going home soon, I believe that. I'm not gonna this I've been seeing on YouTube as I look to encouragement, worship, listen to his word, listen to the few sound preachers that are out there still remaining. Uh, and I run across, which I don't listen to them, but the run across are actually trying to point the day to the rapture. God, that's never from God. God will never, ever tell us. And the Father's the only one that knows. Even Jesus says he didn't know the day. So, if he hasn't told the Lord Jesus, he's not going to tell us. So it's not blaming ourselves. Anyways, but I really, so let's ask ourselves each morning if we truly die to ourselves. Are we going to fulfill our plan of work or are we going to fulfill? If you're going to serve the Lord while you're waiting for God's next job door to open. No matter what. If any leader in any church organization, because I've been told this, and after I think about it, now I don't go beat them up and abuse them, and I don't hate them, I just pray for them. I've been told by you know, leaders that have fallen into deception saying, oh no, unless you're working a job or any paycheck, you can't serve the Lord. That is nowhere in Scripture. Where they ever got that, they've heard it somehow deception. I don't know. God will deal with them. But that that's false teaching, that's heresy. That's demonic teaching, that's from Satan basically. No word scripture. So again, let's, let's truly follow Jesus and hold each other accountable for that. I don't care where we're at, uh, where we live at, we're still the body of Christ. God made it so easy for us. Paul, the different church bodies of churches, bodies of believers in the different cities, had to wait for a letter from Paul and had to wait for whoever the delivery person was that brought that to find out what was going on with them and to tell him to tell him what was going on with them. Now we have technology and we won't use it. We're scared of it. We're stupid. Now there is an idolatry part of it. But God has provided texting, email phone calls we can't always do a lot of that because we're working we're working under an Egyptian uh, Roman uh, Babylonian and soon to be well we won't be working under any question uh, someone who called that we're working under world government so we want to keep it busy so we don't talk about God we don't encourage one another but he's provided that but too many people have become foolish now, they're not foolish. They become foolish in their actions, thinking, you know, God is totally against cell phones. God is totally against texting. God is totally against... That's not the primary means. But if if we're at work, if I'm aware, I'm working in a government facility, government-owned facility, so i got to be careful where I take my phone out. Or I can end up in Washington never to get it back. Uh-huh. He still has 
the trust giving me favor with certain of the kids well now the young adults now it allows me to at least watch them a little bit and show me what I need to pray it so if you're scared of technology if you're thinking God is not ordained it to a point that you need to have you need to have God open your eyes because you've walked into you're getting a little bit too close to heretical pharisaical teaching so that's not following Christ. So let's follow Christ. Yeah, there's going to be checking one another. That's what they were there for. It's going to be encouraging. That encouraging is checking one another on occasion. Sending another scriptures to encourage each other. And sometimes that scripture will cut to the heart. It better. If it's not cutting the heart, our heart is, our heart, our soul is becoming stoned again. And I'm, I'm scared of that. So, I want to die myself. I want to die on the cross by myself. I don't know about y'all. Love y'all. Thank you for your time.